Hi, welcome to On Brand Features. My name is Nick Winnenberg with On Brand Podcast Studio, joined today by my brother, Alex Winnenberg. Now, this is kind of unique because we typically help other organizations make podcasts to tell a compelling story or brand. I think we've worked with, what, 20-ish companies so far? Yes, we have 19 shows going right now. Yeah, so we have 19 active shows actively going, and we always feature what they want to talk about. We have never made one that's just the two of us featuring what we want to talk about. And we've had this conversation quite a bit. We really want to turn this podcast into a way to to have guests come in from the community, test out if they like having a podcast, and then also feature some of the greatest hits we've had. So those podcasts that are stellar that we think multiple people need to listen to. That being said, if your show doesn't make it to this podcast, I promise we still love you. But we really want to fi- figure out what's the hardest hitting podcast that we have. Uh, I mean, should we go into some backstory? I mean, when did we start this thing? It's been not quite three years, two years and a couple months. So, Alex, I want to let you talk because this is you're the founder. I'm the co-founder. How did we get into all this? Well, so I started out uh, doing general help desk break fix kind of IT support. And one of the things I would always get roped into is helping people build websites. Uh, building websites is pretty easy as far as actually constructing them. The hard part is figuring out what to put on the website itself. Um, I would email clients and ask them what they wanted on there and they'd send me two pictures and a paragraph and I'm like you know you've got eight pages we have to fill out with content here and you've got nothing um, so one day I started uh, taking a voice recorder around and sitting down with clients and just asking them tons of questions about their company and I was able to take all of that data and turn that into you know content for the website at one point uh, my brother here Nick was sitting there listening to me do it and goes dude that sounds like a podcast and that's kind of how Ombre Podcast Studio was born. Yeah, just like that. And we found ourselves to be pretty good at it. So we started doing it more and more for our clients. Eventually resulted in a rebrand under On Brand Podcast Studio. And we actually just built our studio. So Alex is no longer homeless. How does it feel to be in the studio? It, it's really great to be in out of the weather. Yeah, no, he's been living in a box with all of his recording, mixed master equipment in the streets of Cincinnati. Um, but realistically, we kind of also pivoted from we're taking all the equipment with us to to having a mobile studio here in Eastgate or a physical studio in here in Eastgate. So, Alex, can you walk me through why we made that decision? Uh, so, as far as I'm concerned, one of the primary reasons is we were breaking lots of things. Like a ton of shit. Yeah, we went through the, those really expensive halogen bulbs that go in the soft boxes. We'd go through like one a week. Um, another big reason is it, it takes a whole lot of time to set up and tear down, um, which isn't as much of a big deal as the next part, which is the quality just isn't as good. When you have your own studio, you can control everything from the light to the sound, um, you know, to a lot greater extent than when you're showing up and just setting up in someone's conference room. Rock on. So without further ado, I do want to feature the first episode, um, in which we're going to be interviewing Heather. And this is actually a podcast through Brittany Fritch's podcast, Keeping the Real in Real Estate. And I think my favorite thing about this episode was how dynamic she is. I think she's a really good speaker, a very high level energy. And I know that we had to crank down the audio quite a bit every time someone laughed, but it really comes through with her personality. Yeah, there's a lot of on the fly mixing with this one. So without further ado, grab your Diet Coke, which is her beverage of choice, and tune in for this episode of Keeping the Real in Real Estate. Well, 
Welcome back to Keeping the Real in Real Estate. This is episode two, and today we're interviewing Heather. Hi! Heather, what do you do here? I thought you were like, what are you doing here? I'm like, I'm here for you, man. <laughs> um, so I am a real estate agent, and I love it. I sell houses, I buy houses for people, and we just have a great time. Brittany Drew, is that correct? Yeah, yes. she you, does that in a lot more. With a lot go? of energy. Yeah. Yes. You seem really low-key. I would not Super say chill. energy. Yeah. Super chill. My Adderall has kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> this is actually after drugs. Um, yeah, I'm obsessed with Coke Zero. As you should be. Drew, uh-huh. we love him. He keeps me very well stocked. I do like six a day. Six Coke Zeros a day? I know, it's bad. That's and bad. I have five kids oh and a dog. Gosh. I know. That's crazy. Right? So how did you find these crazy people? Okay. All right. I'm so glad you asked. So I got married last July to Justin. We love him. He's super handsome. That's good. He <laughs> has known Brittany and Drew for almost 20 years. Yeah. So he used to play cards with them in his former life. And Brayden, their soon-to-be senior at Loveland, was a little baby in the pumpkin seat. So they used to play cards together. So Justin and I got married. Mm-hmm. And um, this is kind of crazy. But we lived two houses down from each other for two mm-hmm. years as like a trial. Like, will this work? Eh, can we do the kids That's thing? That's actually brilliant. Like, you know, the people in the middle were just like. <laughs> just seen you yeah. back. He just had like a, yeah, like one of those little things that you send the zip line down. Um, so we lived there for two years. And then when it was time to move, I thought, okay, we got engaged. We could probably, you know, look for a house sure. for all of us. Sure. And so Brittany and Drew had been trying to sell a house for a while. And, um, um, they took us to see it, and it needed a complete makeover, mm-hmm. and that would have been super intimidating mm-hmm. to people, but Justin and I love to do that stuff, so we bought it, and it is so great. Now we um, turned this four-bedroom house into like a random hodgepodge seven-bedroom house. Like the living room's a bedroom, the dining room's a bedroom, and um, so that's my first run-in with Brittany and Drew in real estate, and they were totally helpful, um, super assuring. Um, the day before we walked through it, there was water coming in through the skylight. And Brittany was standing there, essentially with an umbrella and rain boots and a red bucket. And water was just coming in. And she's like, this will be fine. I'm like, this does not <laughs> this seem is fine. fine. It's not fine at it's all. It's totally yeah. fine. Justin's yeah. like, babe, this isn't good. Babe, this isn't this is good. This is actually like four days before closing. Yeah, you guys had already, we were already together like, well, we have to, we, where are we gonna live so I was like, this um, is not a big deal guys yeah at all. it's we, raining we through the water, ceiling but, but it has a great pool it's in a great neighborhood so we knew it was gonna work so then i uh, moved in and i had this little decorating company i did on the side and that was fun so i just thought britney was really cool so i was like can i just bring you you know some of my decorating cards and then if you ever want to give your clients one, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. And she was probably like, okay, and like probably put them in the trash thinking, I'm just true? Is that true? Is that true? Be honest, is that true? You cabinet. No. Oh, no. Where no. are the cards now, Brittany? Right. Do you still have the cards? So I was just so excited, and then I'm like, this girl's amazing. And I was in pharmaceutical sales, and um, I mentioned I have five kids. Two of them have special needs, so they require a lot during the daytime with appointments and stuff. And I have sold everything, like copiers, I've sold, um, makeup. I want a pink Cadillac and Mary Kay. I have sold drugs. I have sold everything. But I love decorating and I love sales and I love them. Legal so I drugs. thought, I just want to do what they do. And so I sort of interviewed myself. <laughs> and I didn't know that you're supposed there's a process. 
and I just assumed they would take me. Yeah. And um, I took. I was on my honeymoon. Okay. In the gym on the elliptical, studying for my real estate test. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> studying for my real estate test because I wanted to take it as soon as I got back. So, um, they were in Alaska on a surprise trip for Drew, and Brittany's standing awesome. on a glacier, waving her phone around, and I was like, "I'm in. I did it. I'm totally on your team." And she's like, "Drew." Are we good taking her? <laughs> so, so I just, I'm in. And then uh, I didn't know you're supposed to sign a contract. I had no idea. Yeah. So, non disclosure, non disclosure. Hey, when do I start? I was just, just showing I up. Yeah. I just knew I was in and so excited, but I love them. Like, I love them. Our kids are friends and we do life together. So um, I became a real estate agent and then it's sort of, has exploded and I love it. I'm so, so happy. So, so this is what I do full time. So I need a couple of clarifying questions. A couple of minutes ago, you said you sold drugs. That was- Yes, diabetes, <laughs> legal insulin okay, drugs. Cool. Legal. You yes. just kind of glazed over that. I want to make sure yeah. you came back and, and make sure that everyone on the podcast knows Oh that. no, my kids are like, my mom sells drugs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is so funny coming from them and given what they're, <laughs> it's not funny. They're adopted and it's like not funny, funny. If it's you know why funny. they're adopted. Yeah, right. anyway, okay. No, that's amazing. That's mm-hmm. an incredible story. So did you really have a choice to hire her? <laughs> well, she was like, let me know, because um, if you're not going to take me, I'm not doing this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was, no, the, that was yeah. Uh, we're on this glacier, and she's like, hey, Heather's on board. I'm like, on board for what? <laughs> she's <laughs> on a boat? Like, <laughs> she's coming on board the team. I'm like, okay. All right. Like, I had no idea. I'm like, all right. He said, like, okay. They were talking a little bit, and uh, next thing I know, she's on the team. I'm like, okay, cool. She's so, like, I just kind of need to know, because I'm going to check out. Like, I'm going to buy classes yeah. right now. We're good. Um, but if you're not hiring me, I'm not doing it. No. And I was like. <laughs> so I really was. I, That's incredible. I, my love and loyalty for them is such that if they're like, we are shutting down and we are opening a organic hot dog stand. I'm in. You're good like, organic whatever hot Whatever avenue stream they were going to do, I was in. How so, do you build that kind of loyalty with your team? I am so glad you asked. <laughs> I'm going to answer this sure. because I have learned in, like, I'm 43, yeah. and I've learned over time that, like, that is the hardest thing mm-hmm. to get, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. Um, people now don't stay in a job for right. more than a year, two mm-hmm. years. They hop. Um, so the fact that my husband has known them for so long and loves them and trusts them obviously speaks volumes mm-hmm. and our girls did Bible studies together. Like we actually want, you know how sometimes you say like your friends or the family, you don't sure. have to be like, right. I love them, nice. love them. And I'm so proud of them because I joined when they were still Remax, not even knowing that this is what they had up their sleeve to start their own brokerage. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like they um, they are just the best. I'm that, very thankful. That's amazing. And yes. when did you join? When was that? Um, let's see, my honeymoon was in July. I think I um, took my test like the week after we got home because that makes sense. <laughs> and it was so, in COVID. So when you had, I had to take it at my house <laughs> and I had a proctor and I was videoed and they made me like show the room, like scan the room. They're like, could you please put your video under the chair? I'm like, like, who do you think's under there? Just, just some small <laughs> right? yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, it's here. So then the test is long. It's long yeah, and it's hard. Yeah, yeah. They give me four hours. I'm like, I'm gonna totally bust this thing out in 30 minutes. It took all the four hours. And my husband, he's like, I have to pee. I'm like, 
fine. Just so my husband's crawling on the ground to like come in, and then he starts laughing, and I start laughing. They're like, "Ma'am, please stop reading to yourself out loud and laughing." <laughs> yeah, like that's what I'm doing. I'm that like, is what I'm doing. Oh my gosh! Like I'm so tired. Right. I don't even know You're what these questions say anymore. Right. right. So I took my test probably in August, and then um, I really started selling September, October. Yeah, September it sort of took off. No, what's it been like since then? So I randomly have this niche because I've learned in real estate, once you get one house a certain way and you're good at that one, they all think you do that. Is that true? Yeah. So yeah, That's true. All right, that's right. I don't like to get dirty. I don't like dirt. I don't like large animals. I am the horse niche farm girl. Uh-huh. My sweet aunt, Justin's aunt, sent me a referral. She's like, this is out in Batavia. It's seven acres. It's like a log cabin. They have horses and all this stuff. I'm like, oh, my word. I go out there. <laughs> There's like cattle. I'm thinking, what in the world? So I got all these people interested in that one, and all the people that didn't get it have asked me to find others. So I've done 15 acres in Peebles. Peebles, do you even know where Peebles yeah, is? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I've learned so many technical words about agriculture. I just C-A-U-V. sold. Yeah, I just sold my husband's mom's 60-acre farm in Xenia. I've learned Xenia. about tillable soil. So did tillable. You, did you do any of this stuff before? No. You, so no. how do you teach yourself about agriculture while also having a real estate license so, after just getting married? Well, you know what I've learned is that you have to have a great partner, and Justin is also self-employed, and he is like my sign guy, my lockbox guy. Like he actually helps. He knows everybody. But um, I think it's just being honest with people. You know, I actually have no idea, but I need, <laughs> I need you to know that I am obsessed with this, and I am obsessed with finding you a house. And we, if you trust me, we will make it happen. So, do you like the brand that you found yourself in that niche? So it's funny because it's like not exactly central to Loveland. Right. Yeah, it's like more on the outskirts. pop up. It's like more on the outskirts, I'd say, of Ohio. But um, you can sell real estate anywhere in Ohio as long sure. as you have a higher license. So, um, I have found that niche. But also, I got a divorce about five years ago, mm-hmm. and I have a very soft spot in my heart for women that have been in a marriage that didn't work out and mm-hmm. then are kind of looking for their second lease oh, on life. Oh, sure, that makes sense. And so a lot of the clients that I have, I've met through women getting a divorce. Um, I have been able to really help them and encourage them because a lot of the time, this is not about a house. That's the vehicle in which we're interacting. But when you get in someone's space, and in real estate, you're like their best friend for three months, best friend, but you see them cry, you see them laugh, like it pulls out um, memories, it brings up like a lot of things that have happened in that home, right? And so this is way more than selling a house. You actually feel like their counselor and that you can empathize. And I feel like I really can um, put myself in these women's shoes and know how scary it is to um, close on this part of your life. But then I'm also there to build, you know, hope for them at what's to come and to see that transition, both in the sad and the selling, the nervous, but then also like helping them cross that finish line and like build a new life. That means so much to me. So, randomly, horse farms and divorced moms. <laughs> That's really, really actually, Is yeah. on the business card. I feel like they should be on the business yeah, card. Yeah. Right, so, right. so I mean, I love that your your target demographic is that community. How, but that community can sometimes be coming from a product of abuse or different areas right. like that coming out. How do you build that confidence in women to say, "Hey, now you can make a life for yourself. You can go get that lease. You can go get that." Well, mortgage. actually, that's actually like I said, this is not necessarily about the carpet and the square footage and if the fireplace is gas or wood burning. 
listening. This is actually about, do you believe in yourself that you're worthy of creating a new life? And it really does feel like counseling because you you get a piece of their heart, right? They're, they're vulnerable with you and they're open with you. And um, I think spending time with them, um, which has been an interesting thing in this market because it's like, quick, the house is open. We've got 30 minutes to see it. Let's like they out. make these memes, like people are running around, like, do you like it? Do you like it? What's an offer? Ah. Yeah. Like yeah. this and um, the emotional side of it takes a little bit more time to mm-hmm. grow trust and relationships. Right. So. Um, usually we'll start talking, they'll reach out, I'll post something on Facebook about, you know, whatever, and they'll reach out and say, um, I just got through a divorce, is there any way you could come over and just, I can just tell you about my situation. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're renting and they still have like eight more months on their lease. So it's not necessarily, they've gotten a divorce, they're ready to go, it's I know them before and we can walk through and set expectations like, hey, this is what this process looks like, these are the things you need to have in order, and um, what exactly do you want your new life to look like? Mm. Um, sometimes I think as a mom too, some of these women are moms and like a woman's house is really her nest. Sure. It's where you bring your babies home, it's like where you cook, it's where, you know, it is really where a woman can kind of just relax and be herself. And so understanding what do you want that to look like? Mm -hmm. Because her identity is different, right? Right, Like you are one person in this house and you need to give yourself permission that you are worthy of a beautiful home, right? Or your kids deserve to be in a neighborhood with tons of other kids Mm -hmm. or, you know, so a lot of it is just more emotional and just earning the right to even ask those questions. Right. I love that. That's such a great message to that coming from your brand and coming from your your experience and going to your community. And I think even looking at going from from a lot of the times when you're buying a house, it's it's a partnership, right? So right. it's you and your spouse trying to figure out which house you want. When you're by yourself, you're making right. a lot of those decisions. Right. So do you have that conversation with clients? Like, I don't know, do I want the gas? Do I yeah. want the, I mean, like, how does that usually boil down for you? So honestly, sometimes it's funny, sometimes it's emotional. And you know, a lot of these women, you know, have kids. And so just bring the kids to go see the new houses because I think a mom's heart yeah. is such that if the kids love it and they see, you know, their room or they see what the basement looks like, they get excited, which I think therefore makes their mom excited. Um, But it's not just like these moms. Like I think I do have five kids, three of them go to Loveland schools. My husband has his kids in Sycamore, but a lot of it is just through the schools too. Um, My sweet children wear BF Realty shirts to school. (laughs) Um, We participate in in career day. Like we sponsor like new benches. Um, One of the schools might be needing a new therapy dog. So we try to give back to the community and literally right where my kids go to school, how can we give back through just real estate Mm -hmm. and you know what we do here how can we give back to the schools and the superintendent knows us he comes to our stuff and it really feels good to know that you know like for instance in a fourth of july parade when we come down the street all those kids on the side of the road um their parents probably have gotten a britney fritch sticker somewhere or you know they've seen our name somewhere and i really think these kids get excited and they tell their parents like um britney for instance um she's she jokes and says we're an open checkbook and drew hates <laughs> is that true is that 
because sure. he's I'm the sure. one writing the checks. How much are you charging, Alex? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, so much of it is giving back to the community. Um, the brokerage has won community awards mm-hmm. before, and that's because, you know, with real estate, you can purchase your leads. Mm-hmm. There are companies that will sell yeah, you a well, zip sure. code. Right. But we feel like that's not necessarily sustainable, and it's we'd rather right. do deeper roots with the community. And so um, Brittany and Drew, for instance, the athletic director of the Lovin High School, um, reached out to them and said, hey, we need new jerseys for the basketball team. So Brittany and Drew were able to do that. So every time these moms are washing their kids' stuff, like there's their real estate thing. We just really want to be um, kind of the new generation of real estate here in Cincinnati and in Loveland. Um, this isn't a new profession, but so many of the people that have been doing mm-hmm. it like have been around forever and they're so knowledgeable and they have so much expertise. Yep. But I've learned you probably can't do this forever, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so we really want to be kind of like the Joe Burrow, perhaps, of well real estate. Well done. Yeah. And just I think we have a lot of energy. I think our kids are hanging out with a lot of these people in the community. And it's a natural fit because we – we know you, we do life with mm-hmm. you, and I think people want to do real estate with someone that they see at Kroger or somebody mm-hmm. that is very mm-hmm. approachable, and I feel like that's sort of what also separates us. I love that. Now, how do people reach out to you? Um, well, half the time, I just hand them my phone and tell them to put their phone number in it. <laughs> and no one's uh, ran away with the phone yet. No, oh, that's good. No. That's good. Like, Parker, my son, he'll be like, Mom, Dustin's mom wants you to, you know, call her for a house. Here's her phone number. And little scrappy his favorite, the crayon. Like, I so mean. your kids are literally slinging houses for you. <laughs> That's like, incredible. And like they're just excited because they see their mom excited. Right. My kids think that I'm gonna buy them a Lambo. Like Parker's like, Mom, I mean, when are you gonna make ten million dollars and buy us a Lambo? I'm like, Parker, I'm I, buying your college, man. Like I like that ten million dollars the cut off the Lambo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I get five million dollars the Lambo. Like so ten. All right, that's good to know. I know. Like the kids see us, it's a family business, right? I mean, when I was thinking about switching from pharmaceuticals to this, I sat down with them and I said, guys, we're a new family relatively Mm -hmm. we just got married we just blended all this together this is going to take nights Mm -hmm. and weekends right Mm -hmm. real estate doesn't usually happen wednesday at 10 a.m i mean it can Mm -hmm. but people work and they want to be accessible to us when they are not at work and so my kids know like mom's got to run out and show a house and they totally understand the why behind that and it's probably because i'm helping one of their friends move to town or something they get it but if they weren't bought into it this would be very, very, very difficult because um, you want them to see the why behind what you're doing. Mm -hmm. But then during the week, it gives me the ability to be at his second grade career day. It gives me the ability to be at my 13 year olds like counseling appointment, like doctor's appointment. So it allows me to be present with them as a mom, Mm -hmm. but then also they see me running around on the weekend um, as a realtor and you know, they they get it. You're an amazing mom. You really are. Stop it. Stop. Don't make me cry. I mean, that you is can the tell topic them. we can't talk about. Okay. I adopted all three of them and I will die. Like, Aww. I love my babies more than anything in the world. Yeah. And I would do anything in the world for them. So. It comes across. I mean, it really does. Well, I think real thing. estate, actually, I didn't realize would be something that I would have in my hip pocket to give them. But it really does, being your own boss and being able to, you know, work a little bit of unconventional hours, 
I think has made me a more focused mom. I don't quite feel as frazzled. Well, let's be honest. If they know me, they totally know I'm frazzled. But <laughs> I am a running hot mess. I came across when you're doing your hair out in the parking lot. I was trying to dry my hair in the parking lot. But like, I am a super hot mess. But you know what? I love my life and I love my children and I love my husband. And I just, like, it's so fun. Like, you're walking the dog downtown Loveland, just being you, right? Mm-hmm. And people roll down the windows, Heather, you know, Heather and Burr. Like, it's just fun. Like, I love this community. Yeah. And I think one of the other things I'm passionate about is bringing another amazing family into this. Mm-hmm. Um, like, as a realtor, you can't Dude, request, right. like, certain school systems. Like, uh, somebody who's buying can say, I want to live in these schools, but I can't say, Loveland's amazing. All I can say is my kids go here. Oh, really? Right? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, you're protected because obviously you cannot be biased. Like you represent them to find what they want. Right. Your needs and wishes do not trump what the client wants. And so we are very mindful huh. about that. But I think just saying them straight out, like, well, our kids go here. And, you know, being able to vouch for a community like, hey, I actually know that neighborhood. You know, my friends, sons live in there. So Loveland is growing and exploding. And I think that new people are attracted to this area, like sitting down here, downtown Loveland, like with the bike trail and the kayak and like all the restaurants and bars and stuff. I think it's a very, very welcoming place. Unique. Yeah, it definitely is. That's amazing. Yeah, your story is fantastic. I think, I mean, is there anything else you want to say to the people in Loveland? Um, honestly, what do we want to say to the people in Loveland? That's up to you. I think, honestly, we just love them. We really just, like, love this place. We we cherish the fact that people trust us. Um, I think that people um, know that we're real. And, you know, it's no thing to see all of our kids out in an intersection, you know, throwing down signs. Like, <laughs> literally, right? Like, yeah. This is like a family thing. So when they see us, we want them to know like, hey, we're in it with you. Like we want to better our community. And um, the best way that they can show us that they appreciate that is to refer us to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're just really, really thankful. That's incredible. What an amazing story. And I I think Brittany, I think Drew, you guys have an amazing, amazing Employee here? Not an employee. Yeah. You're so um, nice. I don't even know. Family member. Family. I think you, you found yourself an amazing family member yes. here. So yes. congratulations for you guys well, too. Thank yes. you. Is there anything else you want to say to people in Loveland, or you think that's a wrap? No, I think it's a wrap. But if you're selling, sell now, baby. <laughs> you're buying, you better strap in because it's gonna be bumpy. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Well, I think that's a wrap. So we'll make sure we see you next week. Heather, again, thank you so much. Thanks. Bye bye. So outside of her raw, enthusiastic energy, the thing I really appreciate about Heather is her natural ability to storytell. And I know she's a very dynamic speaker and that can be troublesome to edit sometimes, but it really comes across as enthusiastic and she genuinely cares. Alex, what did you think about this episode? It, yeah, it was definitely a pain to edit, but I will say that I do genuinely enjoy her personality. For sure. So I think that that is a pretty good example of what we've done for some private companies. So again, if you are looking to tell a compelling story through a podcast, please reach out to Ombrand below. All of the information is in the description. It was great talking to you today. We'll see you on the next one.